해주셨습니까? 저는 댕님을 지키는 사람입니다. 대행님의 자리만이 아닌 대행님의 뜻과 신념 모두를 Have you forgotten, sir? My role is to protect you. 킹카 앤 퀸카 여러분 안녕하세요. This is Rome or Hando Jun, your Kinka Chingu, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of K-drama and language learning. If you still haven't found out, Kinka Podcast is now part of the Bunk Collective. It's a playful and creative group of podcasters making awe-inspiring content. So if you don't know about it yet, you can check out our Facebook page called The Bunk Collective. Uh, we also have a Discord channel and I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can, you know, communicate with us more. 네, 오늘은 어떤 K-드라마를 소개해드릴게요? Which K-드라마 am I going to introduce to you today? It's called 지정생전자. 네, 지정생전자 or Designated Survivor. So it's a Korean adaptation of a U.S. film, a uh, U.S. series. But before that, let's first have our study thing. Okay, I mean, let's first study the vocabulary stuff that I got from this K-drama. So yeah, as usual, we have five vocabulary words for this week. And all of these are from the show, I mean, the drama that I watched. And... The definitions and most of the sample sentences are originally from Naver, so you can also check them out there if you want. Okay, so let's begin with the first word. Myeongyeong. Myeongyeong. Repeat after me, Myeongyeong. It means order, command, or instructions. Let's use Myeongyeong in a sentence. 법원이 그의 재산 물소를 명령했다. 법원이 그의 재산 물소를 명령했다. The court ordered the seizure of his assets. By the way, 명령 is spelled out with a ryu, but it sounds like a nyeun because it follows the sound nyeun. So 명령 instead of 명령. Okay? Alright, 명령. Next word. 감당하다. 감당하다. 감당하다 means like Uh, be able to bear or be able to fulfill the duties or be fit for, be adequate for something or to be able to deal well with something, okay? To manage, to handle. I, I think those are the easier terms that you can use. 감당하다. Let's use 감당하다 in a sentence. 진짜 감당할 수 있겠어? 
진짜 감당할 수 있겠어? Are you sure you can handle this? Or can you really handle this? 감당하다 Next word 성실 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 is faithfulness, sincerity, or earnestness Faithfulness, sincerity, earnestness 성실 Let's use 성실 in a sentence 우리는 믿을 수 있고 성실한 사람을 찾고 있어요 우리는 믿을 수 있고 성실한 사람을 찾고 있어요 We are looking for someone who is reliable and hardworking uh, Sounds like you're looking for a president but also an employee or something so 성실 Faithfulness, sincerity, or earnestness Next word 대행하다 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 means to do something for someone or to do something by proxy Let's use 대행하다 in a sentence 1999년 12월 31일 열친 대통령은 차례에서 물러나며 푸틴을 대통령 권한 대행으로 임명하였다. Okay, this is actually a news piece. On New Year's Eve 1999, Yeltsin stepped down as president of Russia, naming Putin as acting president. Okay, 대행하다. Okay, actually, I just used the word 대행 instead of 대행하다. Alright, and our last word for today is 시행착오. 시행착오. 시행착오 means trial and error. I think this is a Saja song. 시행착오. 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 Alright, trial and error. Let's use it in a sentence. 아이들은 시행착오를 통해 컴퓨터 프로그램 사용을 배운다. 아이들은 시행착오를 통해 컴퓨터 프로그램 사용을 배운다. Children learn to use computer programs by trial and error. 시행착오. Alright, so those are our weekly vocabulary words. So we have five. Let's review them. 명령. 명령. Order, command, instructions. 감당하다. 감당하다 means to handle, to be able to fulfill the duties or to manage something. 성실. 성실 is faithfulness, sincerity, earnestness. 성실. 대행하다. 대행하다, to do something for someone or to do something by proxy. 대행하다. And finally, 시행착오. 시행착오 means trial and error. Okay, so those are our weekly vocabulary words. You can review them on Instagram, but maybe a week later. Or you can just review them from the show notes. All of the vocabulary words, including the sample sentences, are always in the show notes for your reference. So just feel free to check them out. And before the discussion, yeah, I'm always giving some study tips, right? So for today, I was actually thinking that maybe I'm running out of study tips, but I I just remembered that no, I still have one that I didn't share before. And that is, if you're studying Korean, you should use Naver Dictionary, like a lot. Not only the Naver Dictionary that you can find on the web, but you should install it in your phone. They have an app and when you use that app, you can actually search for meanings of words. But aside from that, you can also save the words that you have searched for and then I think you can use them like as a flashcard. So it's like you have your Anki app on your dictionary. 
something like that. So it's really helpful. So remember to use the neighbor dictionary if you're studying Korean. Otherwise, whatever language you're studying, make sure to grab the best dictionary app for that language. Alright, so that's it for the Korean language part for this discussion. And now I think I'm ready for the discussion for this drama. Alright? Okay, so now it's the discussion, like the real discussion about the drama. The Ji Seng, wait, I forgot the title again. Ji Jung, Ji Jung Seng Jonja, Ji Jung Seng Jonja, Designated Survivor 60 Days. So, f- for those of you who are unaware, Designated Survivor 60 Days is actually an adaptation of an American TV series with the same title, except the English doesn't have the 60 days thing it's just designated survivor i haven't seen the american tv series so i don't really have a means to compare it with it aside from what i can see on the wikipedia page so let me just look at the wikipedia page to just mention something different that i've noticed from the very beginning so in the korean tv series the designated survivor is the Ministry of Environment. As compared to the American TV series, the designated survivor uh, used to be the U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. So they actually have different background, in a way. I don't know how that will change the storyline or the personality of the designated survivor, but since I haven't seen the American TV series, I have no means to like give any comment about that, but I'll only comment on the show that I've seen, on the drama that I've seen, and that is Designated Survivor 60 Days, the Korean adaptation. So before anything, uh, my first impression is that this is a really good adaptation of a U.S. film. I mean, a U.S. TV series. Uh, although I haven't seen the original I'm saying that it's good because how the story was implemented and how I didn't have to think of it as like as an adaptation because like I knew that it was adapted from an American TV series, but it's very much. I mean, it was well translated into the setting of Korea so that it felt like it was an original Korean TV series. So that's how it felt like. And I think I should mention that this is actually the first action K-drama that I've seen together with my family members. Uh, We watched this prior to When the Camellia Blooms or Strangers from Hell and even Vagabond. Like, this is the first action K-drama that we watched together. And my family liked it. I mean, this is the reason why we started watching action K-drama for the rest of the month. And by month, I mean March, because we started watching action in March. And right now, as I'm recording this episode, I'm recording this on April 17. And this is going to be released tomorrow, April 18. Uh, It's been a month since I've seen this K-drama. And right now, it's like, I'm watching the K-drama. And then I'm going to release about the K-drama a month after. So it's like, I have four K-dramas like on the list that I'm going to make an episode about and that's my current process but as I'm doing that as well I feel like 
if I'm letting a month pass by before I talk about it and feature it on the podcast, I feel like maybe I'll forget some stuff. So, and yeah, that actually sometimes happens, but thankfully I have notes on my notebook, the things that my impression or the things that I want to talk about. So I, at least I could refer to that. And just recently, I also started making threads on Twitter about the K-dramas that I'm watching. I mean, also including the episodes that I'm currently watching, some notes, some comments, and even the words, the noteworthy words. So I'm kind of doing that these days. So if you look at my Twitter account at Kinka Podcast, you will notice that I've seen Uncanny Counter, School File, uh, ner- a school file, uh, nurses school file, a school nurse files, something like that, and then recently The King. So yeah, but those K dramas will be featured in May. So yeah, so yeah, why am I saying this? Anyway, uh, we're gonna talk about Designated Survivors, right? So before that, let me first read to you the synopsis from Wikipedia. Yeah, today I'm going to refer to the synopsis from Wikipedia. Let me read it. Park Moo-jin is the South Korean Minister of Environment with little ambition as a politician. After a diplomatic incident involving free trade negotiations with the United States and Park's dispute over numbers provided by its Environmental Protection Agency about pollution caused by imported cars, President Yang Jinma dismisses him from the office. The next day, as the President announces to the National Assembly that he is making peace with North Korea, the building explodes, killing all of the South Korean line of succession. Park Moo-jin, whose resignation had yet to become effective, survived the accident. He is sworn in as acting president for 60 days and starts uncovering the truth behind the bombing. Okay, so yeah, that's the synopsis from the Wikipedia page. And yeah, when I decided that I'm going to watch this with my family, I didn't have too much of an expectation. I just kind of knew that the president of the drama is going to die and that there's someone who's going to replace him. And that's why the eponymous title designated survivor. And yeah, that was all I had before I watched this. And after watching it, I just thought that it was a really convincing, a really convincing adaptation of a of an American TV series. Aside from this, the there are other um, adaptation that I've seen. The first one is Suits. It was really something that you should watch as well. Uh, it's not going to have a season two or extra seasons as compared to Suits in America, but it was it it was a story that contained itself, so it's a good one. So you should check out Suits, the Korean Suits, if legal drama is something that you enjoy watching. Well, corporate corporate legal drama. 
Okay, yeah, uh, I forgot to say, but the title of this episode is like, of course, the title of the K drama, and then let's be political or let's get political. Yeah,、uh, I feel like、uh, when we watch K dramas, usually we just want to entertain ourselves, and yeah, I, I think that's a valid thing to do. For me, when I watch K dramas with my family members as well, we watch it to get ourselves entertained, to learn a few things. Well, to learn Korean for me, and also to expand our worldview. And while watching this, I kind of felt like, yeah, I'm not. I shouldn't be a person who is apolitical because everything that we do, everything that happens to us,、um, like how we interact with the world. All of these things are political, so we shouldn't become a politic a political. Like that's not a goal. But although I I've seen some people who say we should be a political or something like that, but that's just not the case. I I think I agree with people who say that, uh, trying to be a political means trying not to care, like trying not to care because maybe you're in a situation wherein. You couldn't care less or something like that, but yeah. So I'm calling this episode "Let's Get Political." Yeah, I, I think that's more fitting. Let's get political, like let's get physical, something like that. Yeah, but so the discussion that I have for today is mostly I have just I just have notes about the world of designated survivors sixty days, and perhaps my discussion would revolve around the story of Pang Mujin. The acting president, and the first thing that's on my notes, like literally the first thing about designated survivors that, not survivors, it's only one designated survivor, is that Pang Mujin is a scientist turned minister of environment turned acting president. Okay, so he was a scientist, actually a chemistry major.、Uh, I, I think he was a professor. So he was a scientist, and then he became a minister of environment, and then became the acting president of the Republic of Korea. And I like that. I like it. I really like it. As a person who studied engineering, so I was for a long time. I've been studying engineering, although I'm not practicing engineering right now. I still feel like. I have retained in me the values of engineers, and how we see the world, how we try to approach different kinds of problems, and having that background, I felt more related to Park Mujin, to this acting president, because he he is a man of science, and I I feel like we don't really see a lot of scientists or experts. In the field of science and technology in the government, although of course there are like different departments which have that, like Ministry of Environment, Ministry of Health, Ministry of Science and Technology, Ministry of Research, those kind of things. I, I do believe that those positions definitely should be held by people who are experts in their respective fields of sciences. But it's so rare to see like a scientist in the Senate, in the like. Group of assemblymen, and more so a president. So I, I just felt like that is something so rare. I haven't seen one in the Philippines. I've never seen a president who actually was a scientist.
or at least an engineer, a mathematician, or something who studied like solving problems using the scientific method, or like oh well, not necessarily the scientific method, but you know what I mean, approaching a problem using data and interpreting data to solve something. So just that kind of thing. So I am saying that it's a rare thing to see, like in the real world. And seeing it in this K-drama made me feel like, okay, this is something possible and maybe something that we can try having in the future. Who knows, maybe like many years from now, we will have scientists as presidents or senators. Like instead of just knowing how to make laws, they actually know sciences which would somehow help them communicate what they want to communicate better I mean, in terms of data, and also help them solve real problems rather than just solving theoretical problems that they themselves have created. I want to see more people... I mean, there should be diversity in politics. It shouldn't just be people who studied liberal arts or public administration. It shouldn't be just that, but it should be like very diverse. And maybe there's... There are, there are already people in fields of sciences in different governments. I don't know the data. I don't have the statistics. But yeah, I want to see more and see them make dif- make a difference, make some progress in the real world. Yeah, and I mentioned something about communicating using data. Yeah, this is something that Park Mujin as, a pres- and as an active president did in this drama. And it was so good because he was speaking using his expertise and he was leading people based on his own knowledge and experience given that park mujin as an acting president didn't have any background about politics he was just recently appointed as the minister of environment and even as a minister of environment his role wasn't really something about leading people or something but Instead, he was still doing more of experiments, studies, and uh, one thing that he had was about uh, air pollution. So what I'm saying is, even though he didn't have the background or the experience to lead people to get into wars or something like that, he was able to lead people and like make moves that would make their country successful in whatever it was that they were going through during those times and that was just lovely to see there was this uh what should i uh, should i say it's a device that they use uh park mujin removes his shoes in the office he feels uncomfortable wearing kudu the shoes that you use for office like i mean leather shoes or so he doesn't feel like wearing dress shoes, actually, dress shoes. So he removes it whenever he enters his office. And because of that, he uh, he's often called Cinderella. And I'd like to think that that is a device that, we, that was used to show the transformation of Park Mujin. That from being a house help, an abandoned house helper or something like that. I mean, t- talking about Cinderella from that position to becoming a, a princess or a queen, 
it was also kind of the same for Park Mujin being an ordinary scientist who is expert in his own field suddenly become an acting president and at the same time a competent one at that so it's like there there is this transformation so yeah I, I like that device using Cinderella to show us that yeah there is this transformation going on for him it didn't happen fast but it had to because he was put in situations wherein he had to make like very difficult decisions and I believe that it's kind of the same for everybody like for every one of us if we are put in a, in a situation that tests us or that tests our knowledge our decision making skills that will either build us or break us and for Park Mujin it definitely built him into a really strong presidential candidate in the end so I, I really like that and um, while watching this drama i was actually thinking oh this is a really ideal precedent that i want to have like if i were living if i were yeah if i were living in that world i would definitely vote for him as well and i'd like him to be my president well throughout the drama i've seen how how good of a person he is and i especially appreciate the his political stance because he said that his political stance is honesty he said honesty is my political stance and that was tested when he was asked in a live interview about his uh not resignation he he didn't resign right but he was dismissed from office he was dismissed from office and so yeah he was asked about that on an interview and he answered yes despite have having that potentially affect his uh, approval ratings from the people so he was really honest and he chose to be honest till the end of this drama like i was actually just watching it and seeing if he would break like if he would break his character because he said honesty is my political stance so i think Every person is going to watch this K-drama or every person who has already watched it probably was looking for that moment will he break will he lose this personality or this stance that he says he has which is honesty and he kept that to the end so uh, I think if I see a person like that as well then I would definitely believe that person with like as much as I can and that brings me to my favorite character in this K-drama. In case you don't know, the monologue that I did was actually a line from Cha Yong-jin, who who is the chief presidential secretary during Park Moo-jin's stay as the acting president. So Cha Yong-jin actually he started as somebody who didn't like Park Moo-jin, but eventually as they have worked together along the t- along the those 60 days he came to love him and he decided that yeah this is my presidential candidate this is my president and yeah why do i like the character of cha yong jin i think i like the character of cha yong jin because he is an optimist he is an optimist in a way that 
he wants to see a better future for the for their country for Korea and he believes that in order to have a better future for their country in order for them to have a country for which they will take pride in he thought that he must be a kingmaker a president maker and so he had this set of values at the back of his mind that these are the values that my president should have and he was continuously assessing Park Moojin using those values and when he realized that yeah Park Moojin is my president he held on to that and well even before deciding that he kept supporting Park Moojin to the best of his abilities and I think that is just wonderful it's a really wonderful trait for a person and for somebody in this position as a chief presidential secretary I think yeah having that kind of mind and also he's very youthful youthful meaning he wasn't eaten by the system just yet and we see in him that maybe he won't be eaten by the system but instead he will do his best to transform the system and I, I think in a lot of like politics in a lot of government stuff we feel like these systems are pretty old because of tradition because of th- how things have been in the past and how they are continuing in to the present and we feel like there should be a change and there will only be a change if there are people who will initiate these changes and while watching this K-drama I felt like Cha Yong-jin is that character of course the acting president Park Moo-jin has uh, a role in it but I think Cha Yong-jin has the greatest or yeah he has greater control on like moving the knobs moving how things will change so that's how I felt about it and personally while watching this K-drama I was kind of thinking oh maybe maybe I should also like work in the government in the future and you know make things be developed or something like that or you know um, just support somebody who will work towards the betterment of the future of the country where I'm living at so just you know it's it's not like I'm going to take action in it but it's something I felt like hopeful or wishful thinking that yeah if I'd be given the chance to work in the government and do something that will make a change and perhaps will improve the quality of lives of the people of the Filipino people because I'm Filipino so yeah maybe I'd take chances something like that but right now I'm not really in that position I'm not really thinking of working in the government but yeah it just crossed my mind while watching this and I also realized that well to make a change or to help improve the lives of the people we don't really have to be part of the government but we can make small changes starting with ourselves our families our small communities we don't have to like act big to make changes but just the small changes that we can do that's gonna be helpful in the long run so I I was thinking like yeah maybe I can work on that as well like do volunteer work I've, I've been doing volunteer work for quite a while now but since the pandemic I haven't done much because yeah it's also kind of hard for me and well while I understand that there might be some people organizing different kinds of volunteer activities to help other people I just couldn't 
take the time and I couldn't be brave enough to do something out of the ordinary. So, wait, why am I explaining myself? Well, I just wanted to say that. Mm, there is something else I'm looking at on my notes. But I don't want to talk about this because it doesn't follow the flow of what I've been talking about until now. So I'm just going to skip it. But rather, okay, this one. I have this line I say, I said on my notes, Alliances and the true advocates of peace. I don't know what this is. I don't remember it. I should have written more detail about it. But since I don't remember, I think... Ah, okay. I, I think this is about peace, right? making peace or keeping the peace between countries and it felt like some people are actually the ones initiating or are the reasons why wars or political uh, enmity or those kinds of things occur because there are people who advocate for instead of advocating for peace they are actually using war not necessarily war but you know uh what is this misunderstanding between countries so that they could profit from it like there's something like that right those things are real if these things are kind of real well not kind of but if if these things are real that there are true advocates of peace and there are those who aren't then we should recognize that and act on it but I'm not in the politics, I'm not in that field, so all I can do is watch and, well, not just watch, because I can react as well. I can also um, deliver a message that, okay, these things are wrong, these things should be changed or something. Yeah, I think that's what I mean when I say let's get political. When I say let's get political, it means we shouldn't just watch and, like, allow things to happen, especially if injustices are happening all around us but we should say something and if we are capable we should also do something so yeah i think that's the core message why i'm saying that let's that let's get political let's be political because we are political people just as humans are social animals i also think that humans are political animals so yeah we should all get political and right now, I don't really have much to say about the K-drama anymore. I've run out of notes, and that's fine, because I'm also almost running out of voice. So I'm gonna stop the commentary or the discussion here, and I'll be leaving you with a song recommendation. So my song recommendation for this week is Nail or Tomorrow by Choi Go-eun. This is one of the OSTs of this K-drama of Designated Survivor 60 Days. I find this song as something comforting. Like, if you listen to the song, the melody and the music is in itself already very comforting. But the message of the song is also comforting. So, if you can understand Korean, I hope you get what it means. If not, well, I'm not writing translations of songs right now. Because I don't really spend time translating songs right now. So, just listen to it or study the song and be comforted by this song, Neil by Choi Go Eun. I will put the link on the show notes so that you can check it out and listen to it. Also, if you are unaware, I actually have playlists, like song playlists on YouTube Music and Spotify. 
So I call it for the Kinkas and the Quinkas. This playlist contains uh, OSTs from K-dramas I've watched and some songs that I like listening to. So if you want to check out my jam, you can check out these playlists. And finally, as we end this this episode, I'm leaving you with a K-drama word of wisdom from the acting president Park Mujin himself. He said, honesty is my political stance. And I think I don't have to explain that. And yeah, I, I think that's everything. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening to this episode. I really appreciate you for continuously supporting this podcast and for always tuning in and learning Korean with me and listening to my opinions about K-dramas. And hopefully in the future, we could like make this be more interactive. Like maybe if you have comments about K-dramas or something, I could also read them here. Or I am not sure if I'm going to have guests in the future because I find that something uh, something difficult right now. And because schedule-wise, I'm quite busy these days, so it's much easier to do something alone. But we'll see in the future. So, but yeah, thank you very much for listening today, and I hope to see you next week. I think I'm gonna feature something else next week instead of Vagabond, so just watch out. Alright, 네, 오늘은 정말 정말 감사합니다. 여기까지 들어주셔서 감사하고요. 다음에 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. Bye bye.